something that me and Vic do at home. For whatever reason, we just go like full on Cockney geezer. So let's just start by saying Vic's your wife for context. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So Vic is my wife. Are we are we are we swearing on this? Do we go outrageous? But is swearing allowed? I think we can swear. I'm just move this back a bit. All right, but just for the purpose, like, so it, it's just a stupid thing that we do at home, whereas we'll literally go full like Cockney hard guy, like yeah, you fucking mug, what are you fucking <laughs> looking at, you fucking milk. Like, I don't know what it is, but we start doing it in the kitchen as we're cooking dinner, and we literally just just laugh at each other. So like X-rated Phil Mitchell from EastEnders. Basically, yeah. yeah. Full okay. Ray Winston uh, on, you know, uh, 10 lines of cocaine. Right, okay. <laughs> you fucking mug. <laughs> I don't know, it's just funny, it's funny to me. I mean, That's we, a good start, isn't it? We could do the podcast like that if you want. I don't think it'll be much fun to listen to after about a minute. <laughs> the geezer edition. <laughs> so we're both down five stellars. <laughs> Fucking just go for it. Oh, the bonus Jesus content. Christ. Bonus yeah. content, the geezer for the edition. Pa- for the patrons. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one for the future. So, yeah, this is Paul and Scott's midlife point. I'm Paul. He's Scott. Hello. Let's establish that from the start. Yeah. So, uh, both bald. Both bald, yeah. Both in our 40s. I'd say, well, you're bald, I'm balding. I, I'm, I'm going to say that. Yeah, I'll say you're balding. Yeah. There's enough on the on the top. I think mean, keep me going. So, what... Can you remember when you first started balding? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get personal really early it's on. It's been a long time, to be fair. I was in denial for a long time. I think most men go through that. When was it? To be honest, in my early 30s. So okay. you'll remember that, you know, I had a bit of a sort of the flick up sort of quiff, kind of a, uh, is it Family Guy? Is that, a, is, you know, is that? Am I thinking? Well, no, no. Um, oh, what's that oh, one? Uh, Future armor. Future armor, yeah. like that. That was my sort of hair, wasn't it? Future armor. Yeah. But more and more, uh, yeah, the back started to show. It started to go. I started to go full Zidane. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that, and then it just got to the point where I just, I'm not combing it over. <laughs> yeah, just, just shave it off. So I, I kind of went one, and it was one for a long time. As in, you know, when you show on the show when you go to the barbers. Now I've gone to 0.5. I'm not quite brave enough to go to zero. <laughs> I'm working my way down. Yeah. But 0.5 is my thing in a minute. But it gets to the point where it's just around the sides. And he swore again then. Screw that. You know, when it gets to the point where it's just around the sides, I'm not I'm not doing that. Get it off. So how long have you been Take on 0.5? Uh, the last the last one. The last couple, actually. Oh, last couple of shows. Last, so last couple of barber... Shop okay, so it's quite a recent thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel in any way confident about going to zero yet? No, I've got to work my way there. But I think what when, and you know, you'll be able to say this, but I mean, once you do that, then that's it. That's that. You stay there. I've got no other yeah. choice. I can't go into barbers now and ask for a short back and sides. It's, <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? Yeah, so I was, I think, 22 nearly 23 when I first realised I was going bald I still had hair at that point but yeah balding like you said earlier uh, and I think it took me two years before I thought right I'm going for the number one all over yeah and it was a really big deal and because you don't know what it's going to look like do you no. until you actually do it so I was quite nervous but I did it so <laughs> sorry I interrupted you then that's, that's professional right. wasn't it no I was just to say but I'm when, once I'd done it, I was glad I'd done it, and it, and I've progressed through the years to now 
just doing it myself, zero all over. I just think a, a, it going from one to zero is a big leap. Yeah, in, I think I think so. In, in the bald balding uh, arena, arena, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've got to work my way there. But I said, can I? Yeah, I said to him, I said like, I'm gonna go one. Can I, is there a 0.5? No, I think I said, oh, is there a half? Yeah, is there a half? Go, and he looked at me, he's like, 0.5? Because he's like a Turkish barber. He's like, yeah. that's half. Yep, let's do that. Do you think there is a 0.5 and you're the first person who's ever asked it and they've never done it to anyone else? Can, can you do a third, please? <laughs> I mean, that's the next one. I think it's it's a good idea. I think you should be commended for thinking of the 0.5 aspect because yeah, you can't just go from, I can say, one extreme to the other. It's not quite an extreme, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think, yeah, just, yeah, levels. I think, it's, yeah. yeah. So, good for you, you know, but I do, you know, it's nice going to bed, waking up and the hair's not a mess. Yeah. That is a big plus. It does or save... Ball, or balding. Yeah, it saves on brushes, combs, hair dryers. Oh, the amount of gel slapped in my head. Gel, yeah. No more. Do you remember the old, like, the crappy, like, it was either the pink or the blue gel from back in the day yeah. from, like, the corner shop? Yeah. Oh, it just stunk, didn't it? If it rained heavy, you just all, like, went in your eyes and that. I mean, they were bad times, wouldn't they? I can't remember the last time I looked at gel in a shop. I don't know what the gel... What's the gel... What's happening in the gel world at the moment? It's like putty now, isn't it? Is it? Put, well, it I was. Actually, about 10 years ago it was. I don't know what it is now. I don't know. See, so you go to a Turkish barbers? Yes. Do they do, like, the fire in the ears yeah. thing? Do they? And they do the, uh, like, the sticky ball thing. Like, the sticky cotton bud up your nose. Oh, is that for hair as well? Yeah. Oh, so okay. they, they kind of put, like, wax, like a hot wax. It obviously dries, cleans yeah. onto the hair, and then they, they yank it out. Is that quite painful? Um, if they don't do it right, if they don't get it all in one yank, then it's eye watering. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it's all right. What, what's the ear thing like? Because I, I really want to have that done to me, but I've got no reason to go to a Turkish. They, they, this and this is a, they, they just they just kind of flick it against your ear, but that oh, okay. flame licking your ear, yeah, hair, and the ear burns it away. So you smell it. Is it does, is it painful or is it just nah no it just you just hear a little little burn on your ear yeah I was not expecting to talk about barbers in haircuts no but the Turkish barber is it's yeah the fire in the ear thing I really it's want... good can I go to a Turkish barber just to have that done or is, or is that is that weird is that frowned upon I think they would be alright with that and then they would probably wash your head or you know or something like that to kind of like you just know. make it worth me while. Yeah, yeah. But I want to go in there and have a proper shave and they put the hot towels on your, you know, your, your, your face and your, your, you know, around your, what is this? Your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, chins? <laughs> Cheeks, you know. <laughs> yes, I just, I did just ask, what is this? Whilst yeah. I was cupping my face. Oh, that's a good start. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've cr- cried already. So how much do you reckon I'd be looking to pay if I just went to a Turkish barber and said, I just want the fire in the ears thing. I don't want anything else. If you want to wash my head as well, fine. But how much do you reckon I'm looking at? I don't know. A few quid. A few quid. Know. Maybe okay. they'll just do a, the, the minimum, like a fiver or something. I, I, should just, I should just go for it. And if they laugh at me, they right. laugh at me. When's the last time you went to a barber's? Oh, I Before I started doing my own sort of clippers all over, doing it myself... Mm. I was still going to the barbers and getting the zero all over. Oh, when was the last? It's got to be at least ten years ago. I was going to say, was it was it this century? Oh my god! <laughs> I th- yeah, it was this century. Yeah, hang on, we're twenty three years into the century now, aren't we? At the time of recording, yeah, yeah, yeah it's twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, so definitely this century. I'd say do, at least ten years ago. Do you tip 
the bar the barbers do you like I round used... it up a lot of people do that what is that i did used to tip yeah I don't, I don't tip anybody in this country because there's a minimum wage people generally get paid yeah why why is it the barbers that we like we feel like we need to give that extra pound or two is it because it's because your, your physical appearance is in their hands they've got that this yeah, sort of weird power over you if it's not Sweeney Todd we're talking about here. <laughs> you know, they just they just cut in my ear. Yeah. Can you haggle? Say, do you know what? I don't like the way that the, the lights bounce out of my head. <laughs> Actually, can you sort that out? You probably could, but it's uh, you, you're not going to be able to go back to that place, are you? If, if you no. start haggling. No. I mean, I don't know what they could do. I mean, they can give you a shit haircut for a start, but other than that. Can I just, I was telling you about the taxi driver that brought me here. Yeah. So we are, should we, we, we could tell people where we live. Not, not the full address. <laughs> just the general area in the country. Anyway, yeah. so we're, we're recording from Luton. Yeah. And I live in Dunstable, the next town on. So I, I got an Uber here. And uh, it's funny with taxis. Like sometimes I just can't be bothered. Or the vibe in the taxi, the, the taxi driver's just, he just doesn't want to talk. And sometimes I'm like, do you know what? It's fine. In fact, actually, it's the same with barbers. Sometimes it's, oh, where you've been on holiday, whatever, the usual stuff. And I'm just like, do you know what? I've had a long day. I can't be asked. Just cut my hair. And sometimes I like that in a taxi. But if I've had a beer and I had had one beer before I left um, to come to you, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm full of spirit. I know I'm coming here, so it's going to be a good night. We'll have a few beers. It's Friday, see, you know, it's the end of the week. So, yeah, I'm in good spirits. And... Um, I'll, I'll ask some questions. I'll start a conversation up. And this guy was just really nice. Spiritual, I'd say. Okay, we got, interesting. We got, we got deep. You know, it's funny actually when you're in a taxi on the way to, you know, I don't know, to do a podcast or whatever you're doing. Or you're going out generally anyway. Yeah. Um, How, like, deep you can get. Just about, like, you know, just get into politics and, you know, spirituality, religious, religion, whatever. And we touched on a lot. A lot in twenty minutes. Okay. I almost didn't want to get out of the taxi. I shook his. I shook his hand. Wow. I shook his hand. Okay. Don't know his name, but okay. I shook his hand. And maybe he's a nice you guy. should. Maybe you should be doing a podcast with him. He sounds quite interesting. Originally from Afghanistan. Okay. Come via Belgium, Antwerp. Yeah. Okay. And uh, now he's in Luton. Bless him. So what sort of, what did you touch on to do with like spirituality and... I don't know, just being kind to people So and good karma. So if you help someone, um, that that comes back on you, you know, good, you know, karma. And just, just things like that. He was telling me how... Uh... He was just after the tip, basically, wasn't he? <laughs> he probably was. Right? Since I got the car, prick. <laughs> um, he was just a nice guy. Nice guy. But I think, you know... Um, not have broke anything. No, if it was still, was still worse. Just a nice guy, and actually, it's one of those. Sometimes you come across people, maybe in a bar or a bus stop or a taxi or whatever, and you'd have never have met those people um, until you're in that that confined space. Yeah, and you and form a connection. You in, form a connection in a space of twenty minutes, and that's kind of it. You maybe never see him again. And I had it back. I one time, uh, I think it was after Christmas party, and um, I can't remember why. I think I missed my train or something. And Mark was like, my my, uh, my boss, he basically paid for a taxi. So I just put on expenses. I was like, fine, no problem. So uh, I got a taxi from King's Cross back to Luton, and it, it was about hundred quid or whatever. Me and this guy I swear we were like we were like that. I'm crossing my fingers. 
We were like best buds. I swear to God. We had everything in common. And you've had a few beers. On I've had a few the, beers. Yeah. The conversation was so good. Ne- never seen him again. Don't know his name. Can't remember him. What he looked like. And nothing. And but in it, that moment, he, we were like kindred spirits. And it's obviously made a lasting impression because you still remember it. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. I get what you mean about the whole, sometimes you, you get into a taxi or you're at a Turkish barber's and they start talking and you just can't be asked. Yeah. Because I had a similar thing quite recently, been to um, visit a relative who was in a care home and just sort of, oh, the taxi driver started talking, oh, how's it going? I thought, oh, I can't be asked with this. And then he asked me, oh, have you seen anything good on TV recently? So I was just having to think, uh told him what I'd been watching and then he started recommending series to me and then okay. talking about other series that I'd watched that he'd watched and actually I started to really enjoy the conversation again it was probably about 20 minutes maybe even less than that and yeah it was actually quite good and he recommended some good series that did turn out, actually turn out to be good that's good so, sharing information yeah alright while we're on taxis what's the what's the, uh, the I, don't, I suppose the strangest or we'll, we'll put funniest in there as well thing that's happened to you whilst you've been in a taxi strangest or funniest I suppose out of the ordinary shall we say there's two that immediately <laughs> sprung to mind <laughs> okay uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go with this one first alright um, so <laughs> I was once in a taxi with my ex-girlfriend this is probably about 10 years ago okay and we just left uh, we've been to um the hat factory looting for people who know it so kind of like a club night type thing um so in the in the back of the taxi she's kind of laying with her head on my lap and i'm sitting behind the driver's driver side behind the driver and about halfway through the journey so her head is on your lap yeah so so she's sort of looking up you know so she's resting her head on my lap basically because we've had a few drinks and everything Anyway, halfway through this journey, again, let's say it's 20 minutes, half an hour. It's There's a real real horrible smell of <laughs> flatulence. And because I've, I've had a drink, I react in the way... I'm not hiding how I'm feeling about it. It's like, oh, God, whoa. <laughs> Cracking open the window and like, oh, God, that's disgusting. And my, my ex is like, you know, laughing her head off. And thinking this this driver's fucking disgusting. Oh god, it stinks. <laughs> Anyways, not till months later, I found out it was actually my girlfriend who'd fired. <laughs> Brilliant. At the time, I had no idea. <laughs> it proper fucking stunk as well. Uh, uh, did the realization hit you at the time that fucking hell, girls actually stink, <laughs> don't they? Sometimes. <laughs> what do you mean you farted? <laughs> you can do those things. Yeah. I thought it was only men. Oh, what was the other one? Um, the other one was after work's Christmas party when, um, again, I had a few drinks and felt like I was going to throw up. Didn't want to risk doing the whole throwing up, throwing up out of the window kind of thing because I, I did feel confident about it. So <laughs> I'm sat in the back seat. Me and the driver haven't been talking, so it's okay. But I decided to very, very quietly and very casually just be sick down my shirt. And just hope that the driver. Hang on. Hang on. Was it just like vomit, or did you like just sort of? Do you know what I mean like cup the sick at the bottom of your shirt? It was that... kind of a bit like just yeah, quietly throwing up down my shirt, and then just sort of catching it at the bottom. 
But the driver Surely didn't... Surely he must have smelled it. I don't know, but he didn't say anything. He didn't give any indication that he'd noticed. He probably thought... <laughs> Maybe he was being sick as well. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> He does it all the time. Or maybe because oh. I was so quiet and he just maybe smelt the sick and thought, oh. it smells like sick, but I don't think anyone's been sick because I haven't heard any sort of vomiting or retching sounds or anything. I did it so quietly. I was like a ninja stealth, stealth vomit down that myself. very, st- I've never done that before though. Well, no, I, yeah, I've not done it since. So I hopefully won't do it, no. ever do it again. But Well, I've done, you know full well that I've done the whole wind the window thing, <laughs> stick my head out and then projectile sick down the side of a taxi because I was next to you when you did it because you was next to you when I did it and then you had to get a bucket of water to then splash on the side of the taxi to avoid us getting a massive charge yeah that's the thing that driver said oh you've got to pay 50 quid because you've been sick in my taxi even though it was all outside down the side none none of it was inside it's like the way you splash your water on the taxi oh yeah cheers Uh, sort it out (laughs) do you not think of that Oh dear. I think a bucket of water can't solve. Well, I was going to say because in terms of taxis, I mean, two things, two, 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 two that come to mind. One being pulled over by the the, the police when I, whilst I've been in a taxi. Okay. Actually, well, there are a few. I think I've t- we've had this conversation. I don't know if it's been on a podcast or similar. Or Let's whatever. go for it anyway, because. Uh... But um, yeah, one being pulled over by a taxi. A taxi. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long week <laughs> by a policeman. I can't remember why. I think he just got caution. Maybe he was going too fast or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. Like, can we sort of go onwards to my destination? Did they ever question you as part of that? Or No, I wasn't part of the crime. No, I'm not saying you were part of the crime, but you were oh. at the scene. No, I wasn't egging him on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> faster, faster, <laughs> go on. Put your foot down. The second one, the and this is like going back a long time, 20 plus years, but the taxi, the, the guy was falling asleep. He was falling asleep in the cab, like, and I had to keep like prodding him, like, because we started veering off to the side. Like, no, wake up, mate. That is wake really, up. That is really I could bad. see his eyes going, and then we started veering to like fucking. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm going because I'm tired and pissed. So I had to wake him up. The f- the third one actually, more recently, the guy said uh, said, "Oh, do you mind? I'm just going to pull in here. Uh, where was it? Was it B and M near the big B and M store?" And uh, he pulled into the car park to do his uh, recycling. <laughs> so he just casually pulled, like, the the, the, you know, the trunk goes... Uh, the trunk? American, isn't it? Yeah. The boot. One for our uh, USA listeners. He got his trash out of yeah. the trunk. Yeah. And then uh, it was clothes. And then, uh, yeah, he did start doing his recycling. I thought, I'm okay with this, but I'm not. Did he I'm ask you if he could stop and do, do it? He sort of just sort of did it but then asked like is you okay with this and i thought well yeah i suppose <laughs> i guess you can't really say no i mean you could say no but it's very i think your natural instinct i know mine would be to just say yeah okay and maybe not be happy with it but but surely you do that on the way to a, you know uh, you know you're going somewhere you stopped do it at the weekend i don't know yeah no, i don't know I don't know. It's a bit maybe, of a weird one. Maybe I had an airport pickup and that would involve cases. And you saw me, so that's a nice chap. Possibly, we, yeah. Maybe thought we could have a connection. Yeah, maybe there was some karma there. Yeah. So is there any more to the driver falling asleep? Or- no, he just kept for like once and it's like, the mate, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then like, he, he started doing it again. And I, I, yeah, I give him a sort of a good sort of slap on the shoulder, <laughs> like, mate, like, I don't want to die today. Can you like wake up? 
that's something, isn't it, to start falling asleep at the wheel? Which I have one, I have experience of. Really? But, yeah, using the car with me. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that when you crashed? I got memory loss. Yeah, that right. was it. That's how you lost your hair. <laughs> no, do you remember we, we we played? So me and Paul back in the day, uh, we were in a band together, and uh, we had the privilege of playing the Cavern in Liverpool. Yep. To two drunk bastards and uh, Paul's mum. And my mum, yeah. And the sound guy. We'll, we'll count the yeah. sound guy as well before. <laughs> the two drunk bastards went after a couple of songs and it was just left with uh, Paul's mum. Yeah. And the sound guy. <laughs> um, Happy days. But yeah, we headlined even though, uh, you know, we, we, we travelled three hours to get there. But there we, go. we weren't supposed to be headlining, but no, we did. No, so a crowd full of people, um, a room full of people. Uh, deserted us and let us play to your mum and the sound guy but anyway driving back so I was a designated driver and it was only really me and the other guy that was in our band Dean um, that, that drove at the time so it was my turn for whatever reason it just was uh, Dean must have done the other driving from the previous gig and I remember driving down the whatever road it was one of the motorways let's say it was the M6 and it was in the morning it was early in the morning one, two in the morning it would have been at this time and my eyes just, just, just kind of went, and I kind of instantly woke up, and I thought, no, no, no. I remember like slapping my face, winding down the window because you, you wound down the window in those days. There's no button, yeah, to, <clears throat> to uh, magically put the window down. And I'm thinking, oh my god! But just a split second, my eyes went. And I was like, oh Jesus, you know. Is that the only time it's ever happened to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's enough, isn't it? Oh, it was, it was, it was a shock. And I remember, I mean, I mean, I couldn't do it now, but I don't know. We got back at whatever it was, two or three in the morning. Yeah. And then up for six for work. I think, oh, yeah. Those were the days. We really wanted to make it in those days. Yeah, and we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> that's why we're we doing it. We very much didn't make it. That's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. That's why we're poor. <laughs> oh, dear. So, did you, I'm going to throw a question, question at you. Did you celebrate Halloween? No, I didn't. I was actually at a funeral, so quite the opposite, really. But no, I don't. I'm not bothered about Halloween, if I'm honest. No. Um, if I get invited to a party, like you've invited me to a few annual house in the past, I'll happily go to one of them. So you're not bothered. I'm not bothered about it, to be honest. Yeah. So no, we we don't put pumpkins outside to attract trick or treaters. We don't make any effort at what's all. Your, what's your tactic, to... Oh, okay, so you don't answer the doors, trick or treaters. Halloween, I never answer the door. No. no. You turn the lights, turn the lights off. Do one of those, but turn the, the volume down. Don't go to that extreme. Just don't answer the door. Well, I think now the trick and treaters. The idea is you need some sort of pumpkin on the on the porch, some sort of light, some sort of invitation. That's how I understand it. Always yeah. don't be knocking on my door. Yeah, exactly. And there's a danger to the kids, in fairness, because you don't know who's behind the door. Well, in this day a, and age, that's right. It's <laughs> an important lesson to get out there early on in this podcast. Which we growing up had no idea of because we used to do silly things like knock down ginger, didn't we, and stuff like that. <laughs> we, yeah, I certainly did. Yeah, there, there was this one time me and our ex friend Martin. Yeah, we, we did knock down ginger. Okay, uh, so I think one of us had a bike. I think I might have had the bike. Or was it Martin? No, we, I think we both had bikes anyway. And we did it. And, you you know, the idea is you kind of wait for the door to open and you leg it, don't you? 
this guy was game. He was game. So just, door... as, just to quickly say, your version was a lot more dangerous than mine because mine's involved ringing the doorbell and just legging it, not even waiting for someone to answer I it. I think it was probably, yeah, that was normally it, but I think we probably were bored because we had no interaction. So it was like a danger round. And this guy that, you know, could only be described as like an Uber Grant Mitchell. Okay. Like, you know, comes out the door. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and probably I was in the hardest gear. You know what I mean? One of those on my bikes. I'm like, oh, I can't even like quickly change down. Like the clunking my career or whatever I had. It's clunking down. And then this big bald meathead is, you know, pounding his way towards us. He's probably waiting by the window for us. It's <laughs> a bit weird, doesn't it? But anyway. So yeah. I presume he didn't catch you. No, he didn't. No. That's why I'm still here today. He didn't pulverise my... Yeah, I remember doing knock, knock down Ginger once and just... Uh, <laughs> as soon as I rang the bell, someone opened it. Completely unexpected. I just sort of stood there for a second. Like, I, I've got no information on this in my brain. I don't know what to do. So I just literally turned and left it. Is little Timmy there? Do you, do you, do you still... Does that happen, knock down Ginger? I think kids these days have got enough distractions to um not play not down ginger whereas we were bored shitless as didn't we have tinternet did we no we didn't and even the computer consoles let's face it were shite so they were addictive though they i suppose but you know you only not, had so many cartridges to put in didn't you yeah not to the extent that or tapes yeah not to the extent i imagine they're quite addictive nowadays especially when you can play people from around the world and all that exactly. i don't know much about it <laughs> No, it's true. Yeah. On on Tinternet. Yeah. Yeah. And one more. So, Daylight Savings. Yeah. So, obviously, at the start of the year, the clocks go forward. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, as we've just had now, we're in the beginning of November. Yeah. Uh, a week ago. Is it a week ago? When was it? Yeah. Saturday, where... Uh, where are we now? Friday? Yeah. Saturday, a week ago, end of October, the clocks went back. Yeah. Do you know why daylight savings is a thing? Is it? I have looked this up, but it probably was fairly recently, as in in the last few years, out of curiosity, because I didn't know. Is it something to do with farmers? That is the... That's the line. Okay. That's the line that they give. Oh, okay. So we're going full conspiracy The farmers don't give a fuck. Okay. Neither do we. Well, now I'm all ears. I'm curious. Yeah. Now, you know, when they go forward, I suppose there's a benefit. Well, not immediately, because if you're out, you've lost an hour if you're, you know, past midnight. That's yeah. annoying. When yeah. we were growing up, you, you've lost an hour of your night. So it was, it a, was bit a bit annoying. Yeah, you're It right. was. But then you do get the hour back at the end. So then you've got that night out, if you're on a night out. Um, then well, I suppose Or nowadays, that extra, extra hour, hour in bed. <laughs> yes, which is what it is now. But um, apparently, it's nothing to do with the farmers. There's no the the actual reason is for um, is for for the golfers. Golfers. They want to play more golf. Okay. So I I heard this on a separate podcast actually, but yeah, I'll read this. I I put daylight savings. Why golf? Because I knew it was golf. <laughs> yeah. Googling it. The golf industry has historically promoted the expansion of daylight saving time. One of the earliest advocates for setting the clocks ahead in the summer was an English builder named William Willett who wanted to be able to golf later in the day. 
Okay. So one of the earliest advocates. <clears throat> so that's not the reason for it necessarily, but one of the influencers from back in the day. So uh, old, old William Willett, because he wanted an extra round of golf. We we all have to go for it. We all have to go for it. That's interesting. I never knew that. Because what is the actual reason for it? No, it's just one of those things that we just keep doing. Yeah, it's not something we kind of have to do for like, I don't know, how do you describe it? Like, because Mother Nature tells us to or, yeah. or for like, it will affect the earth or do you know what I mean? It's yeah. more, it's for... Golf. Well, for golf. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon we should, when we, when the hour, when the clocks go forward, when British summer time starts yeah. next year, we should go and play around the golf in honour. We could do that, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's fine to let you know that's that. In- that's interesting, that is. No, I never knew that. Yeah. Bugger all to do with the, the farmers for the golfers. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's some people who kind of... I know, I suppose you couldn't, could you? I was going to say, is there people out there, do you think, who refuse to follow the time rules when it comes to clocks going back and forward? Oh, so they're working an hour behind. I've done that many times in the past because, you know... If you've got a digital clock or something and you just either couldn't be bothered or you didn't know how to change the time on it. Yeah, because let's be honest, the, the clock in your car and on your oven is wrong six months of the year because yeah. you just don't change it, do you? My oven is constantly wrong because <laughs> our electric goes quite a lot. That's what, what the what the electric board are doing, but it goes and it resets the clock. I, I, I can't be bothered to reset it. I actually don't know how. Mm. So literally my, my oven at the minute may be like half three. Yeah. So when I put food on, I don't go by the time on my phone. I just go by the time, the imaginary time on the on the oven. <laughs> okay. So Vic's like, oh, half an hour. Okay, be done by four. Yeah, but it's eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah. But it's going to be done by four. I'm going to go by the oven clock. Right, okay. What if you just lived by the <laughs> oven clock? Why, why do you even have to put a time to it? Can't you just say, <laughs> it'll be ready in half an hour? Imagine rocking up to work at one o'clock in the afternoon. Like, <laughs> Good afternoon. Uh, what are you doing? Oh yeah, I live by the oven clock. <laughs> what does that mean? So my oven says it's half eight in the morning, mate. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, I'd love. Do you know what? I'd, I would love to do that. I think you need to ex- experiment with this idea. I'd love to do. And that. then when we record again, you need to tell us how it went. And then Scott, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> It's the bathroom clock I'm going by this time. <laughs> it's the microwave this time. Yeah. Let me just check. You haven't got a clock in your bathroom, have you? No. Okay. The microwave, the microwave would have been better. Has anyone got a clock in their bathroom? I'll be curious to find out. Why would you have a... a, a, a I, that, I don't know why I said that. That's what I'll be curious to find out. Yeah. We have got an email address, midlifepoint at gmail.com. If you have got a bath, a bath, a clock in your bathroom, email us and let us know. And more importantly, why you've got that in your bathroom. And if you live by your oven clock or anything like that, we'd like to know. Do you, what, what activities <laughs> do you get up to? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> It's episode one, we're warming up. I was going to say, when you're in the bath. <laughs> so do you like watching TV? What? Oh, Vic takes her tablet in. She, 
Now, I, I when you first said that, I thought she takes her tablets and said, like, well, I've got to take you like, in paracetamol at four o'clock. Not by the oven clock, but normal time. And I'll, See, I'll, I'll take it when I'm in the bath. Me and my son have spoke about this. When we're having a shit yeah. or having a bath, that's my time. That's like Scott head time. Like, I'd just be free. I could just, just you know, just think of what I want. It's just free time. Just lay there, lay there and be mindful kind yeah, of thing. I love yeah. that. I love that. So I don't want to be distracted by a clock or a tablet or anything like that. But I think if I'm having a bath, I would probably just put some music on on my phone yeah. in the room. Mm. And that's about it. Yeah. I've been known to put a candle on, turn the lights off. I've done that. That's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've not done it, but I imagine it's very nice. Yeah. I, should, I should try it. Yeah. What's the email address? <laughs> Let us know what you do in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and please keep it clean. Midlifepoint at gmail.com. Midlifepoint at gmail.com. I need to remember this. God, yeah, we could. God, we we're could, getting all professional. We are we? getting all professional. Bloody hell. Um, so just to round off the uh, um, the Uber story from earlier, um, yeah. have you given, have you reviewed your driver giving him a rating and all that? Or? I did. I gave him five stars. Um... I tell you what. Actually, I've should just remembered. Should I give him a plug? Should I? If you're uh, in Luton, look him up. Is that I, a thing? I, I guess so. Why not? I... But <laughs> while you, while you're looking on your phone, I have just remembered a very recent funny taxi incident story that I could quickly share as well. Okay. Which kind of does relate to what we're talking about now. Yeah. So a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, I was in Greenwich with uh, Ange, my girlfriend, and my Greenwich. dad. Greenwich, South London, Greenwich. <laughs> how how do you pronounce it? Greenwich. Greenwich, okay, Greenwich, Greenwich, <laughs> Greenwich, whatever it is. I'm going to go with Greenwich. Um, ordered an Uber from one pub to another. Uh, we dad had a bit of a bad knee. wasn't that far to go, but we thought, sod it. Let's treat ourselves, let's get an Uber. And I got in the front, and my dad got in the back. And as my dad was still getting in the car, literally, <laughs> his legs are sticking out the open door. The driver started driving <laughs> So my dad's going, all right, mate, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, I'm terribly sorry, I didn't look back. No, you didn't, did you? You didn't look back? Yeah, that was his excuse. What about the gust of air coming in through the fucking door? (laughs) He didn't look back. So when it comes up to rate your driver, I said, oh, shall I just give him five stars? And like, you can't give him five stars. He started driving off and your dad's legs were sticking out the back door. But I still gave him five stars. <laughs> That's deserving of a four. I just least. couldn't be asked to think about it. Oh, sod it. I just gave him five stars. So I was was I wrong to do that? Should I have like um, gone to the effort of like well, A, not give him a rating, or B, just give him like maybe three, three stars? Yeah. And a little comment to say, look, mate, wait for all your passengers to be in the car first. Yeah, maybe I should have done. Maybe. Have you ever tipped a, a, a taxi driver? Uh, oh, in the past, yeah. Or specifically Uber. I've, I've tipped an Uber. My, I've, I've chucked him a pound. Not this Uber driver, but uh, maybe the night before. My dad, we did get an Uber. My dad's not f- that familiar with Uber, but he did actually tip the driver. And the driver did say, I've never been tipped before. Were we about to talk about something else before I started asking you about the Uber driver? Um, we talked about the bath, didn't remember. we? Yeah, yeah. But... Oh, this thing... Yeah, I know I was looking up the, the Uber driver. I wanted to give him a plug, didn't I? But it's just not loading up, which is really okay. annoying. Let's not worry about that, then. But I won't, I won't do that. So, uh, have you... It's quite a difficult question to answer off the cuff, but is there anything you've done or anything you've learned recently that 
you probably should have already known, but it's kind of, you literally had no idea this was the case. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. I had something quite recently. Go for it, mate. So I discovered, and I am definitely in danger of sounding thick as shit by saying this. <laughs> I discovered you can remove blue tack off a wall with blue tack. <laughs> I swear to God, I did not know this, and it it, it was amazing. I, I it was so satisfying to do. I bet you were sticking blue tag on the wall just to get off again with blue tag. So I spoke about the relative in the care home. It was my mum, and she was coming out. Um, right. She's basically been in an accident. She's been in the care home rehabilitating. Won't go into details, but anyway, she had all these get well cards on the wall, all held on with blue tag. So I was going around like trying to peel the blue tag off until. Ange pointed out, you know, you can just use blue tack. Yeah. And she, she got a lump of blue tack and showed me. I'd never knew you could do that. I literally had no idea. And I just, I really enjoyed it after that. It was great. It was, it was so satisfying. I genuinely enjoyed it. I love that. But there are, I've had things in my life where, let's say, you sort of secretly like, ah, oh. it just, and you're like, you have that revela- revelation. I couldn't type a balloon until recently. I, I'm not I, even sure but, I still could, to be honest. But not in the balloon. It's, it's fucking hard. Yeah. With I, big man fingers. I don't think I could still do it now. Right. I'll tell you this. And Dean, our close friend, shared yeah. this revelation. Okay. So, <laughs> how, did we get onto the, how did we get onto it? I can't remember. But I was talking to my wife. And uh, I don't know how we got into the conversation. But we were talking about raisins. 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 Yeah. The little shriveled up black things. Uh, yeah. The fruit. And uh, I think I commented like, oh, you know, the raisin tree or bush or something. Assuming like, that's, that's where raisins come from. <laughs> she said, what are you on about? Raisins, like they're the shriveled up grapes. I'm like, and I looked at her and I went, what? <laughs> I kid you not. This is about 10 years ago. And I said, what? I had no clue. That a raisin was a shriveled up grape. I kid you not. Why had no one told me that? Why was that not taught to me at school? Or was it? And I just just didn't pay attention. Yeah, I mean, that's the... I knew that. I literally looked at her and said, what? (laughs) And she knew instantly that I had a clue what she was talking about. But then our friend Dean, I had a conversation with him and he did the exact same face Really? So quite recently? He hadn't a clue. About, it was about 10 years ago. Okay. But still, we were old enough to know. He looked at me like, what? <laughs> raisins are short lights. Fucking like, like, like he's brushed past a bush and a load of raisins come flying off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the thing though. I mean, I, I knew... So annoying. I, I did know raisins came from grapes, but if I didn't it's not an obvious thing to know unless someone actually tells you or you learn it from somewhere but who the fuck tells you that are are there tv programs that go over this or it's like the blue tack on blue tack i've never seen anyone on tv demonstrate it no one's ever told me this is the case what i'm doing right now yeah is i'm going to message my son jay telling him the raisins from just so he knows in fact just to tell you now son I'll let if he responds. He won't probably be on this podcast, but tune maybe to the next one. Maybe the next one. I'll let you know his response. Okay. Actually, that's, I'll put. I'll put. Did you know? That's a lovely moment there of a father uh, giving his son some um, some some knowledge that he can carry forward for the rest of his life, and I think that's a good place to end 
this first episode. I think so. Yeah. So uh, I've been Paul. He's been Scott. Hello. Don't know if we're always going to end it like that, but it felt right at that moment. Uh, so yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>